upon further review. Carolina Panthers snapped a five-game losing streak with a 20 to nothing win over the Detroit Lions on Sunday for the organization's first shutout in five years, holding Detroit to 185 yards a week after surrendering 544 against Tampa Bay. In this game, Matt Stafford held to 178 yards of passing. He was sacked five times, twice by Brian Burns, one and a half sacks for F.A. Obata, and the defense, which came in last in the league in third down percentage, allowed just three of 14 conversions. Offensively, P.J. Walker, making his first NFL start at quarterback, was 24 out of 34 for 258 yards. A touchdown pass to Curtis Samuel. Split backs. Stack twins right. Moore, the back on the right, now becomes part of right trips. Walker to throw, has time. Uncorks a long one end zone. Samuel, yes sir, touchdown, Carolina. The only negative, two interceptions in the end zone in this game. D.J. Moore had seven catches for 127 yards. Mike Davis ran it for 64 yards and a touchdown in this game as the Panthers improved to 4-7 and seven next play on the road at Minnesota. I'm Jim Zoki on the Carolina Panthers Radio Network. He wins in his first NFL start at quarterback, P.J. Walker, 258 yards and a touchdown today. And, uh, P.J., before we get into the game, what was the week like for you? You were splitting reps, and uh, Coach Rule talked to us, said right up to game time, he thought you know, Teddy might play and decided at the last second, let you have the start today. But what was it like getting that news right before the game that you were going to be the starting quarterback today? Um, yeah, it was great. You know, just the uh, once, I got the, once I got the nod, you know, um, telling me it's gonna, I'm, I'm going to be the starter today. Just was an amazing feeling, you know, but I still I still felt like I had to go out there and go win the game, you know. So that was my whole mindset um, going into the week. Um, if my number is called, be ready to go win at all costs. PJ, it's Mick. I'm curious about the locker room. What was it like for you? Who spoke? Did you get a game ball, et cetera? Yeah, uh, it was it was an intense. It was intense, man. It was a great moment. Uh, the, the the feeling in that locker room was awesome. Um Matt Parrott has actually stopped Coach Rule to, to give me to give me a game ball t- today. So it was amazing, man. Just to just to have the guys around um, to to be all there to support me and uh, have my back throughout this whole week and the game, you know. So you know we didn't get the we didn't get the news till this morning that I was going to be until um, until right before the game that I was going to be the starter. So for me to just go out there with those guys and execute and try to just move the ball up and down the field was fun. Hey PJ, Kurt Coleman here. I thought you played a uh, a really excellent game. Obviously, um, I'm sure you want those two plays back in the in the red yeah. zone. But could you just speak a little bit? Did you feel like um, the game plan was just a little bit more simplified to kind of get you into the rhythm? It seemed like definitely towards um, the second half, you seemed to really get comfortable in the pocket, making the right reads, the throws, yeah. etc. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't say it got the, the game plan was simpler. Um, you know, we we do a great job of. Um, finding plays that we love as, as, as players, you know, um, or me, Teddy, Will, we all got different feels for the offense and we all like different plays, you know, so the plays that we want called is, is the plays that we're going to work on for the weekend. You know, Joe did a great job dialing it up today and we was just moving the ball up and down the field. Well, PJ, a great win today. What did happen on those two end zone throws? Was it a miscommunication, something different you were expecting? What happened on those two particular plays? Um, yeah, the first one was just my my my, my fault. I got to get through the progression and uh, just get through the progression and, and find and find Curtis on the on the backside. And uh, that's that's on me right there. And the second one was I was trying to throw it away, but um, I left it I left it in, in the field of play. I got to throw it out there a little farther. Well, it was fun to watch, PJ. Congratulations to you guys on snapping first of all a five game losing streak today, and on uh, you getting your first NFL win. We thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. 
Brian Burns had two of the Panthers' five quarterback sacks in this game. A shutout, of course, for the Panthers, first of the franchise in five years, which means the first of uh, young Brian Burns' NFL career. And, Brian, I'm sure you at least know how rare that is in the NFL to get a, a shutout in the league. How did it feel for you guys to be able to accomplish all that today? Man, it feels great, and it mainly feels great because of the process. Um, this week we we preach details, we preach execution, we preach getting off the field and everybody doing their job, and, and, and um it really showed the day. It really showed our, our preparation really showed. So, I mean, it feels great, man. Brian, it's Mick. You, um, you gave Taylor Decker, their left tackle, a hard time all day. At what point in your film study or even in the game today did you realize that it was a matchup you could take advantage of? I knew uh, in, the, in the film study because he's, he's a taller guy, and I know they don't really like to bend, so I knew my ghost move would be uh, effective. Um, and then we started wrestling a lot better in the second half. The first half was more of a run, kind of a run stop type of deal. But um, after, after I got in on that first one, I knew it was – pretty much over I, I knew i could win so before we hand it to kurt coleman for the next question brian you i got a chance to interview you for the pregame show and you said that you thought you had some tells studying their o-line about when the snap was coming now that the game is over can can you articulate what you saw and did that help you today yeah definitely um the quarterback um when he's trying to figure out what defense we're in or if he's trying to figure out the blitz is coming he leaves his hands up when he sets his cadence when the ball's actually coming his hands are down and it's like a gradual catch. It's not like a, um, his hands are set and ready to catch. So I already know that. So I know if his hand's up, he's not really snapping the ball yet. Um, from the tackles, especially with a guy with speed like me, because I've seen him when he went against uh, Fowler, when they um, get into their pass, their pass set or their pass stance or whatever, their back leg shows pass like 100% of the time, really, because they're trying to get out for that speed because they're threatened by it. So that's when I knew it was pass. And then, you know, when they're in the balance stand, um, shoulder width apart, is run. Their feet planted in the ground is run. So that's pretty much how my uh, pre-snap um, tendencies played out. I love it. I love it, Brian. And that's some of the details that a lot of the listeners do not understand about what it goes into every single play. And I always tell people there's a game within a game within a game, and especially every yes, single sir. player, you are going against your individual matchups. What I love today, and I'm a defensive guy, so what I love today, obviously, you guys were 3 for 14 on, on third down. But what was impressive was there was so much disguise that you guys gave. Matt Stafford in the offensive line had no idea who was coming, who wasn't coming, who was dropping. There were times I saw you, you had a great hit. You were showing on the line of scrimmage. You guys blitzed Jeremy Chin through the right B gap. You dropped in coverage, and you smacked the running back. And then the next series, you lined up on the right side. You still blitzed Jeremy Chin, and then you came free for the sack. And it just seemed like they never knew where you guys were coming from. Is that Was that an emphasis this week of saying we need to disguise more, but also we need to execute at a higher level? It's always been in the game plan. It's just – Everything just came out today. Like, I feel like that was one of our best games as a defense as a whole. And I feel like um, going using that package was, was was probably the best thing we could have done. I mean, like, it was every, it was so many moving parts. Like, I wasn't stationary on the line a lot this game. I was standing up a lot. I was out on slots, covering on backs and all kind of stuff. Like, they really did not know how to block the second level or the, for the, for the front. <laughs> they didn't know how to block that either. I mean, it was just – Man, it was great, dog. I, we had a lot of fun out there. I ain't going to lie. I love it. <laughs> fun to watch, Brian. Uh, congrats on the first win since October the 10th. It's been a while. And have a great Thanksgiving weekend ready for next week's game with the Vikings. And thank you. I appreciate it. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving, too.
Panthers with the win today, a shutout of the Detroit Lions by a score of 20 to nothing. And, Coach, lots of great angles to talk about. Congratulations on the win, first of all. But got to begin with that defense today. You don't see a lot of shutouts in the NFL. And, and to put it together, really, all four quarters so strong with the, the quarterback sacks and the third down stops throughout the day. Uh, what came together that made the defense so phenomenal today? I thought they just played well. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, to me, um, they're just getting better and better every week. I thought this week, you know, um, last last week left a, a, a bad taste in all of our mouths. I thought this week everyone came in with a, a sense of purpose and focus that was um, that was as good as you know, or as focused as we've been. And um, I think at the same time, you know, um, you think about the fact that there's young, young players out there playing, and new players playing, new guys stepping up. I thought it was just kind of a total defensive uh, improvement. Especially Coach Smig, especially to find out this late definitively that he'd be starting the game. What did you see from uh, P.J. Walker in his first NFL start today? Well, you know, like all the other players, he did some really good things. You know, hit the, the, the deep ball to D.J. down the left sideline, hit the over out to Robbie. Um, it was 24 of 34, was accurate, moved the chains, made some plays with his feet. Uh, at the same time, you know, uh, there, there was not good. You know, had the two picks in the end zone, a chance to put that game away and make it even more so. So it's like anything else to me, you know, um, there's good plays, there's bad plays. You, you just, you know, you, you just build off the good and you just keep coaching the bad. Hey, Coach, it's Kurt Coleman here. Uh, I mean, I, w- I want to touch on, obviously, I felt like the defense played a great game all around. But on offense, was there anything different that you did? Did you simplify the menu for PJ to kind of get him in a groove? I, I look at the second series. You guys ran ten plays and went down ninety-five yards for the touchdown. Obviously, it seemed like every the offense just seemed to kind of run smoothly. And, and then, obviously, in the red zone, you had your issues a few, but it just looked really clean offensively. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and uh, I think you know we tried to get three guys ready this week, as you know, uh, you know, better than anyone. Most teams get one guy ready, and another, you know, we tried to get three guys ready. I thought it was a great job by Jake Peets uh, as a quarterback coach doing that. So, you know, uh, I think the explosive plays down the field. You know, PJ's got a great arm; he sees the you know, balls down the field. I thought Mike Davis made some key, 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 you know, runs um, as did um, as did Rodney. So, um, I think you know, I think when he's out there, you know, he, he was able to you know function efficiently. Um, and, uh, you know, had, had we been a little bit better in the tight red zone, um, you know, we, we maybe would have come away with even more points today. And, Coach, last thing before we let you go, you talk about getting three quarterbacks ready to play and splitting reps in practice all this week. We saw you out there along with Marty evaluating Teddy. How close was it to getting Teddy out there before you made the decision to go with P.J. today? That, that was probably one of the harder decisions I've ever had to make. Um, you know, Teddy wanted to play. You know, he was you know okay to play. But um, I think all of us just felt like knowing him as a competitor – uh, he would, he would, he would not, you know, he would not, you know, you know, get rid of the ball when there was pressure. He would, you know, he would, he would, he would play the way he's always played, and uh, just didn't feel like it was fair to him. And we, we trust Will, we trust PJ. We knew that they would play well, and so we, uh, we made the decision in, in, in Teddy's best interest, and um, came away with a win. And, and now he'll be even more healthy for this week. Excellent. Well, Coach, thanks for your time as always. Congratulations on the win. Wow.